and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc. That's yeah, uh, Sasquatch play. So why don't you go ahead and start us off this week, Sasquatch, with our new game announcements and updates? Um. Well, the data miners known as Boca Miners on Twitter discovered in the latest updates that a Battle Pass ticket was added. So there's apparently a Battle Pass coming to Pokemon Go. It seemed to be only, you know, it only makes sense that it eventually be added. Every free-to-play game has one. A lot of pay-to-own pay games do are, as well. Are the, are the researches not just like basically Battle Passes, though, especially like the ones you have to pay a dollar for? Sir, if you haven't noticed, games have seasonal battle passes and special battle passes now. So those researches would be like a special battle pass, a limited yeah. event. Oh, well, I won't this could also mean, though, that they're they're adding, you know, making those little events longer and incorporating them into the overall battle pass or something. Who knows? Um, quite a bit of multiverses news. Uh, with the game hitting its actual launch of season one on Tuesday, it seems Warner Brothers Games made an oopsie. Um, they included a splash screen showing two new characters that were not quite in the game yet that a user documented showing Black Adam and fuck, who was it? Stripe? Stripe was it from Gremlins. Yeah, Stripe from Gremlins. Um, WB then later confirmed that yes, they will be coming after Morty in season one. And then further data mining has shown voice lines and animations for both Beetlejuice and the Wicked Witch of the West. So it's definitely becoming an odd fucking roster and I love it. I've I've been enjoying multiverses. I've been playing it quite a bit. Oh yeah, it's been fantastic. Who's your man? Uh, Velma. Nice. I haven't. I, I've only fought her a few times, and she seems terrifying. Uh, yeah, she's pretty strong. They just nerfed her quite a bit, so we'll see how that yeah, goes. I, I've been playing LeBron, and he just got buffed. Damn it. Um, I really think like all the supports. I mean, I guess you still want them to do a ton of damage, but I out damage everybody playing as a support, and it's not because they ignore you. They fucking chase down the support because they're super squishy. <laughs> They also do tons of damage. Like, I don't know if you know this, but I think Rhinedog is probably the highest damage character in the game. He's, he's up there, yeah. They're, they're, they definitely do more damage than a majority of the roster. Every every time I play Rhinedog, I'm doing like four to 500 damage. Like, yeah, just dwarfing everyone else in the match. Yeah, it's hilarious. Have you guys heard anything about uh, esports leagues yet? For multiverses? Yeah. Uh, they just did a big tournament at uh, Evo. Oh, okay. um, they took over. They took over the vacant um, Super Smash Brothers slot because Nintendo's like, "Fuck you guys," and WB's like, "Hey, you guys want a game?" And everybody <laughs> loved it. Well, that's where my mind is yep. at because my esports team runs Smash right now, and they've made it a nightmare to run Smash as a collegiate esports team. So this may be a good alternative um, option. Well, Multiverses is like set up as a two versus two competitive uh, platform fighter. So it's perfect for it. Just two V two teams and you have your subs or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, they're also they're also adding other more traditional modes um, along season one and two. Not really a timeline on it. Playing the free for all mode when I don't have someone to do twos with. <laughs> yes. Free for all is probably my favorite part of the game so far. Um, oh, and also something odd. Seems multiverses is getting a co-op battle pass. Um, so only one you link your battle pass to another player. Both players earn progression on it, and only one person has to buy the premium. It seems for the premium options to be unlocked for both players. So that's a really that's a really cool thing they're adding to <clears throat> the game. I'm kind of hyped for that. I bought this season pass because I wanted to support the game, and it'll actually get me to play it enough to unlock the final skin which is on the free pass but i i really what want the, it because it's how uh, many levels is it is 50. how many tiers 50 okay yeah that's cool yeah but uh the the level 50 reward on the free tier is a robin costume for lebron <laughs> what and, and the buddy that i've been mostly playing twos with uh he he means well he switches between batman and superman so when he plays Batman, I want that Robin costume to, <laughs> to go with it. Um, let's see. Marvel's Midnight Suns has gotten delayed and it's also receiving a staggered platform release. Um, yeah, so it's been delayed past the initial October delay, um, past the initial March release. Kind of poor news if you're looking forwards to it. Um, however, now uh, it is still supposed to be released within the 2023 fiscal year. So sometime before March 3rd, 2023 on some consoles, they did release a press release about this. I quote, we have made the decision to move back the launch timing of Marvel's Midnight Suns to ensure that teams at Fire Axis Games and 2K deliver the best possible experience for our fans. The title will launch later this fiscal year on Windows PC, Xbox Series XS, and PlayStation 5. The Xbox One, P, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch versions will follow at a later date. So, um, older, probably for optimization, older hardware will be getting a game at a different, at a later date. Speaking of delays, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed to 2023 as well. Um, specifically February 10th, 2023. So we actually have a release date for this. They also released a little snippet about the new update. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy will launch on February 10th, 2023 for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. The Nintendo Switch launch date will be revealed soon. The team is excited for you to play, but we need a little more time to deliver the best possible game experience. Um, so a lot of delays happening recently across a ton of games, but that's probably for the best get the games nice and polished for release, especially big single player games like that, where they can't just keep raking in extra money and earn back and get people to come back and play multiplayer modes. I've, I've definitely learned to not complain about delays. Yeah. Complaining about delays gets un unprofitable all, results all it does at speaking strictly as someone who's worked in the game industry all it does is make management put big pressure on devs for stuff they can they literally have no control over um and it essentially forces 
management to say, all right, well, give up some of the quality because it needs shit out right now. And um, that, that's, that's all it, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, that, that's all it does is it just puts makes management put unfair pressure onto devs that like their hands are completely tied as is. So um, just like let them do their work. It'll get finished. It'll be good. Well, speaking of delays, a game has been permanently undelayed. It was stuck in developmental hell for years and years and years. Dead Island 2 has had a retailer leak. A what? <laughs> yes. A retailer leak. A retailer leak. Apparently, Dead Island 2 will be getting a day one edition on February 3rd, 2023. It has been uncanceled including a bunch of new screenshots, product details, and everything, including a release date. It's being listed for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X versions. So it's definitely not an old leak that just somehow surfaced. It is a brand, a bunch of brand new information for the previously dead game. This had me hyped. <laughs> Um, previously Dead Island 2, work on Dead Island 2 was canceled to work on, what is it? Uh, what's that other one that they make? The big first person parkour one, Dying Light. Originally Dead Island 2 was delayed for the creation of Dying Light and then thrown into pretty much developmental hell. Um, as they worked on Dying Light 2 and eventually released Dying, or eventually released Dying Light 2 after Dying Light 1. But it seems Dead Island 2 is back from the dead. Um, in case you forgot, uh, it takes place in Los Angeles. So it's not actually an island, but the state of California is quarantined off. So it might as well be an island, a dead island, if you will. So after nine years of being unveiled, it's finally coming, boys. And speaking of horror games, Alone in the Dark is getting a reboot. Wait, is Thor there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Usually you talk and I just assume you get cut out. Oh. Like yeah. your internet died. I, just, I, I, I was not a huge Dead Island fan, so I just have no strong feelings. God, Dead Island, was, I loved that game. It was just first person Diablo zombie bashing fun. But yeah, Alone in the Dark is getting a reboot and it's been announced for PS5, the Xbox Series XS and PC. Um, THQ uh, publisher THQ Nordic and the developer Pieces Interactive or that I think it has to be Pieces. Pieces Interactive announced this reboot officially. Um, They're describing it as a reimagination and a love later to the original's 90s survival horror game. Um, So whatever that means, it's not exactly feelings about that statement. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, so who knows? But there is, if you're a fan of the original Alone in the Dark, which more modern ones were not great, that's why it doesn't exist anymore as a running franchise, uh, you might be in luck. Uh, speaking of games with weird fucking crossovers, you can now kill Ariana Grande with LeBron James on your team as Goku with a... <laughs> With a Kamehameha wave in Fortnite, um, Dragon Ball Super and Dragon all the Dragon Balls have an official crossover with Fortnite currently. Um, there's skins, quests, 
full anime episodes and a theme park. So if you want another weird fucking crossover that's weirder than what multiverses can provide, go play some Fortnite. Um, you get to check that out. <laughs> you get Son Goku, Vegeta, Bulma, and Beerus um, as skins. Uh, they have various altered skins as well. And special like uh, weapons for the season, so, such as you had with like the Marvel's Avengers one, which is the only other one I played with uh, Homie and some other friends a little bit. So, yeah, uh, it's weird. Apparently, the Modern Warfare 2 campaign will launch one week before the full game. Um, so if you've digitally pre-ordered Modern Warfare 2, you'll get early campaign access, which that's great for me. Ooh. I love the multiplayer more, but this would definitely let me play the single player campaign without missing out on the multiplayer. Well, uh, that's still cool because that's any access or like that to the game. You can get familiar with the weapons. You can get familiar with any kind of new nuances. It, it still gives you a little bit of a competitive edge as far as when multiplayer does go live. Not as much of, as if you had yeah. like beta access to multiplayer, but still. Well, our next actual look at Modern Warfare 2 will be in the September Call of Duty yeah. next reveal event where we'll get our first look at Warzone 2 as well. So, yeah, it's a multi-hour event like they've all been, and they're promising a massive intel drop for the broader imminent future of the franchise. Nice. And just real quick on that note, too, um, the open beta for early access is going to be September 16th and 17th um, on PlayStation, as well as uh, September 18th through 20th. Um, it, it'll be early access, sorry, early access beta for the 16th through 17th. Then 18th through 20th will be open beta. That's PlayStation only. Um, on the second weekend, September 22nd through 23rd, it will be early access again to PlayStation um, people who pre-ordered on PlayStation, but also Xbox and PC. Um, and then September 24th through 26th, it's open beta for all platforms. So mid to late September, you can start getting your hands uh, on that open beta. A couple more pieces of news that are just going to be tidbits since fucking websites are having issues private division is partnering with way to workshop to publish a new lord of the rings game um so that's on the way uh it'll be released sometime between april 2023 and march of 2024 so a really closed release window there for you um after indefinite cancellation or indefinite delay Um, I know I was kind of disappointed that it was delayed, but now I'll be able to play it through Steam as well. It just makes it a bit easier, less logging in and everywhere. Overwatch 2 will be getting cross progression across all platforms in the same account, um, as a lot of free to play games are doing recently, such as Multiversus, uh, Fortnite does it. A um, bunch of games, free to play games do that now as well. Justin Rowland, um, one of the co-creators and writers of Rick and Morty, his game High on Life has been delayed to December. It's that weird, wacky shooter with the talking guns. Let's see. Also, 
Um, Evil West has delayed its full release by two months. Um, with the full release was going to be coming a large patch of the game, introducing vampires and an entire campaign to kill vampires. Um, they did release a statement on this. It says, dear players, first of all, we would like to thank you for your continued support and patience for Evil West. We are overwhelmed by the incredible reception the game has gotten so far from our trailers and the demo source as you played at PAX East. We are working our very best to achieve our vision of Evil West and to meet your expectations. Evil West releases on five platforms, including multiple generations of consoles. Given our game more polish is crucial to provide our players with not only a good, but also lasting memories. That's something that we've always pursued. To ensure the game, that the game reaches its full potential, we have made the decision to delay the worldwide launch of Evil West to November 22nd, 2022. We understand that the game delays may be frustrating, but it's a necessary step to deliver the best experience to everybody. Thank you again for your awesome support and dedication. It drives us forward and pushes us to create the weirdest, wildest Western ride for all of you. Um, this was a joint statement from both developers Flying Wild Hog and Focus Entertainment, their publisher. Um, as I did, I have played Evil West in its uh, early access form, and it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun isometric Western horror turn-based shooter. Turn-based shooter. Uh, it's it's isometric, so it's top down. It's a tactics game essentially. Okay. Okay. Turn-based shooter would be more of like uh, Valkyria Chronicles. I have not played be, that. Which you absolutely should. It's fantastic. There's even an anime for it. I'll look into it. Although I, uh, I, I do not have a lot of time before uh, Soul Hackers 2 comes out and I start playing that. That's fair. Uh, that is all the new gaming news and announcements I have. I did move an article around because it made sense elsewhere. Was it the Bungie one? Uh, nah, I just skipped the Bungie one. Oh, okay. It's the uh, the studio returning from the dead. Well, I have a couple on here. Um, there's been some... Oh, oh go ahead. I, I've got mine, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the website's down. But oh, yeah. at some point this week, uh, if you have a subscription to Nintendo Online for your Switch, you'll be able to pick up Pokemon Tournament DX for free, which is a Pokemon fighting game. Nice. Yeah, I'll be picking that up because it always looked kind of cool. Yeah. But no one ever talks about it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to trying that out. Nice. Um, so a couple things I have on here. Uh, the Legend of Dragoon may be on its way to PS Plus Premium. Um, there's just been some ramblings a lot. It all kind of started with this tweet. Uh, it was actually a tweet from 2019. Uh, one of the composers kind of wrote a love note about how it was one of his favorite games to work on. and He wished they'd resurrect it, yada, yada, yada. Um, and Yoshida, I guess, retweeted it over the weekend and then hastily uh deleted said retweet um so now there's been quite a bit of ramblings about it but it's still kind of rumor milly right now um but i'll take what i can get i i would be thrilled to have a legend of dragoon on ps 
a premium reboot anything just more stuff going on around it is good news um on that topic of ps premium um august's lineup of ps plus extra games being added includes bug snacks for ps5 and ps4 dead by daylight for ps5 and ps4 then for just ps4 we have ghost recon wildlands uh, Metro Exodus, Monopoly Madness, Monopoly Plus. Damn, I just bought that like a month, whatever. Uh, Trials of Mana, uh, Uno. Fuck! Ooh, Trials of Mana. Uh, Wheel of Fortune, Yakuza Zero, Yakuza uh, Kimwai? Kim, Kim, uh, Kiwami? Is that right? Yakuza Kiwami? Yakuza, uh, Yakuza Kiwami, yes. Okay, anyways, one and two. Um... And then Like a Dragon is on the premium tier. Um, that's, that's worth playing. It's term, a turn-based RPG. Yeah, I definitely... I, I already have it downloaded, so... Um, and I, I grabbed Trial of Mana, too. I didn't know Uno and Monopoly were on there because uh, I already bought them not long ago, but whatever. Um, and that's all I've got on there. Um, what's the legal debacle area look like? Uh, we got a dump. Remember when Sony was suing Microsoft and Brazilian courts because yeah. they discovered what um, console exclusives are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Microsoft responded to their claims, um, specifically the one from you know Sony about uh, console exclusives. Um, it is a long, long, long fucking dump. Um. Let's see. Uh, they responded with their own marketing strategies as well. And here's some highlights from it. It is not part of Microsoft's strategy to remove contents from players. Um, here's a little tidbit that they they quoted themselves in it. On the contrary, Microsoft has publicly stated that its desire to keep Call of Duty on Sony's PlayStation as well as the intention, the intention to continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Blizzard titles on Sony's PlayStation with commitment to do so in addition to honoring existing contractual agreements, um, which then something was redacted for the public from this moment for this part, so probably some other future games. Um, in this regard, players will continue to have access to Activision Blizzard content, including Call of Duty, through traditional buy-to-play channels such as the PlayStation console. This fact reduces players' incentives to migrate to Games Pass as they will be able to continue subscribers to their preferred service. Uh, example, Sony's PlayStation Plus and in addition, easily buy a copy of Call of Duty. Um, data show uh, second point is data shows that players see subscription services as one of the many ways in which one can pay for games. I do find myself there as well. I find myself getting a ton of value out of it for games I wouldn't have otherwise even bothered trying. According to Microsoft, this was confirmed by Sony itself. <laughs> So Microsoft's using Sony's words against them. Let's see. Reason number four has been totally redacted. Wait, what? Yeah, reason number four has been redacted by the courts because it was not approved for public release. So oh. it's some really deep uh, industry stuff. Um, Microsoft says that Sony's insinuation that Games Pass could achieve unattainable leadership in the subscription services space is not only inconsistent with the market definition that Sony itself defended, 
it also ignores. So Microsoft is just using Sony's own lawsuit against them with their own things that they are saying. Um, much like Microsoft stating that they stood as a strong upstream competition, rival game distribution channels, including console stores and other subscription services. Uh, example, PlayStation Plus um, being one of them as well, with a range of titles in addition to Activision Blizzard games, including exclusive content not available to Microsoft customers. Um, they go on to say how the new PlayStation Plus uh, service is a direct rival to the Games Pass as well. Which is, you know, you want that. Um, They're also saying that uh, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. Sony has been paying for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Games Pass and other competing subscription services. And a bunch more redacted material. So it's getting spicy down in Brazil and there's not even Coke to fight over. Just some Call of Duty. Damn. Well, that's about it for me. So yeah, that court case is um, probably going to be one to continue watching. Um, it'll probably be a wash. I don't mm-hmm. see it. Uh, the Brazilian courts caring and blocking it. That's just the first uh, country that it went major country that it went through where it goes to these trade commissions um, to see if the purchase can be purchases approved. But yeah, this is just the first one we're getting any news out of. Well, speaking of Sony, um, they're apparently taking a stand um, against paid platinum games on the PSN store. Um, I thought you were going to say anime titties. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a given. Um, yeah. They're they're basically taking a stance on on um, what people call press X for trophies games. Um, there's been a big upheaval in the trophy hunter community because there's these games on the PSN store that cost a dollar um, and have a bunch of gold trophies and then a platinum trophy that takes you all of maybe two or three minutes to obtain. Um, there's it's literally full of of trophies. It's like press the X button to get a bronze trophy. Press it twice to get a silver trophy. Press it three times to get a gold trophy, etc. Um, so they're apparently taking a stance, um, and they're going to be implementing um, changes that will fix that, though it's still a little nondescript. Um, there is some worry that this might hurt the indie game industry, but we'll kind of just have to see how it plays out. That's, that's not going to hurt the actual indie game industry, though. Those are just people using fucking basic unity to sell something for 99 cents. Mm-hmm. To let people pad imaginary stats. Yeah. Um, what do you have over in industry and tech news there, Sasquatch and Doc? I think there we had one article in each, so. Uh, I got the tech news. The uh, Joy-Con support is coming to Steam. Um, it's already out if you've got the beta. I don't know about the full release version, but... I assume it's already out because this this is a articles from last week when we didn't record. But yeah, you can now use your Joy-Cons on PC on Steam. 
Um, I have a couple industry because I moved one article to it. The first one being from a website that is currently down, but the developers between behind Metal Hellsinger, the upcoming metal themed first person rhythm shooter, have announced an actual metal concert at GamesCon. So that's cool. Um, I'm trying to remember who was there. I think Serge, Serge Tonkler from System of Down was supposed to be there. Um, the singer from Trivium and uh, fuck. What's her name? What's her name from what's her name's metal band? No, oh, I can't. Lizzie remember. Hale. No, it's not Lizzie Hale. It's not Hailstorm. I don't know. Uh, oh, well, um, but yeah, there'll be a dope metal concert at Gamescom. Um, it wouldn't be the first time Gamescom is at a metal concert. They're weird in Germany. So there you go. By weird, I mean not following typical con- musical conventions for, you know, things that they put on. Also, old school Japanese developer uh, Sunsoft is making a return. Um, a lot of their larger classic games are named Icky, Mystery of Atlantis and Kusuke. Um, yeah, they're make they're one of their first games. They're re they're launching for their relaunch as a company is Icky Unite. It'll be a cooperative roguelike game where you and 50 other players work together to survive the game's many challenges. So a 16 player cooperative roguelike. Um, they also have a bunch of games that they plan to reveal and release between the remainder of 2022 and 2023. Um, apparently a remake that they couldn't unveil today as well. Um, two of the other games were Gimmick Special Edition. Um, it'll be released sometime this winter on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. So PS5 and Xbox Series XS as well. Um, and then also Euphoria, the saga on PC uh, via Steam, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series XS. That will be early 2023, and that will be a Metroidvania. So old school Japanese developer is making its way back. And I remember seeing their name on a bunch of like old school RPGs and stuff. So. Well, that's it for me. All right. Well, in our movie TVs and comic news, the only thing I had was that apparently the Simpsons next season will finally reveal quote, how the show has managed to predict the future. Um, Seems like a loaded statement, but the answer is going to be by <laughs> chaos and just random ass coincidence and guessing. Yeah, it's it's a numbers game, people. It's numbers. It's you 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 say enough things, and eventually one of those things will happen. So, anyways, uh, what do you guys got? Uh, what I had, I was not able to confirm, so I have removed it. I don't have anything in there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And scratch. I do. You have two, you have two things. They're both Game Informer, but. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, The Ghost of Tsushima movie could be shot entirely in Japanese. Um, according to for... both the developers and director, which would be fantastic. It is a samurai movie. And totally like what they did for the game. Yes. 
Uh, and also, there are a bunch of Fallout TV show leaks. Um, set photos are being leaked despite uh, Amazon's best efforts to keep the set hidden behind wraps. Um, you probably find them online, but it's various uh, Brotherhood of Steel power armor shots as well as vault suit shots. Um, it looks pretty good. The effects are practical. The, the, the suits and everything, it's good. It's a practical effects. That's always important to me. It's way better than CG, especially if they can get, get it looking good. And even if it's a little janky, it's still better than CG. I saw a picture of one of the sets that someone posted from like their bedroom window. Yeah. It was, uh, it was not currently like it was all set up, but there was like nobody there. Uh, but a bunch of old rusted out cars. It looked very much like a scene you would see in Fallout. So over in our uh, favorite game updates, um, I have some news on RuneScape and Final Fantasy. Uh, RuneScape is having their 300 million party to celebrate 300 million users signed up uh, with accounts. Um, it's also double XP live right now. Um, so check that out if you haven't yet. Um, and then they've also released a new program they're going to be doing soon called uh, Fresh Start Worlds which are worlds where you can create a character. Uh, you create a new character, but only newly created characters are allowed on the world. So everyone kind of starts from scratch together. Um, this will reap certain specific rewards only available from these servers. Um, and after a time, uh, they can transfer. They will be transferred back onto the normal servers and all of the special items you acquire will be kept. Um, so it's it's a way to try and engage veteran players who've maxed out and have been maxed out and need something fresh, I suppose. Um, in the world of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the Buried Memories trailer has dropped, so check that out if you haven't. Um, it teases the new villain and a little bit of the Void, which uh, it looks like is going to be a pretty strong concentration going forward, which I kind of got that feeling a while back. Um, but if you're caught up on the MSQ, I definitely recommend checking out that trailer. The only other interesting headline that I have is that Assassin's Creed is getting its own whiskey for its 15th anniversary. That's pretty cool. Um, but other than that, that's about all I've got this week. I think you had one more in the Interesting categories there, Sasquatch. Probably another Game Informer. Did I? Oh, no. Oh, Even better no. than Game Informer. Yeah, but at least this is just funny and not really uh, Kotaku spouting nonsense. Yeah. Um. Apparently, a woman on Tinder had been uh, matching with men and telling them to purchase and play near Atsamata and then ghosting them. I mean, they still came out winning if they bought and played it. Right. Yeah. Um, apparently she rope doped 22 men into this scheme. So, yeah. That's hilarious. I just thought it was great. Yeah. So <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. 
Nice. So what have you been playing this week then, Sasquatch? Woo! Uh, Multiverses. Uh, Valorant. And Tower of Fantasy. Um, it's a new free-to-play Asian market MMO that's available on a PC, Steam, Epic Games Store. I think those ones are a little delayed, um, as well as mobile devices, and I've been enjoying it. How about you, Doc? What have you been playing? Uh, I have been also on multiverses quite a bit. Uh, Digimon Cyber Thluth, Hacker's Memory. Uh, I finished up this week, so I don't know what to do with myself until Soul Hackers comes out as far as RPGs. Um, I did hop on, run a few duties on Final Fantasy XIV. I think that's it this week. I haven't really been playing anything. I've been on in-service week and busy as hell, so. But another couple weeks and it'll tone down. All right, looks like that's going to do it for us this week. But thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe, all that good stuff. And come join us here on Discord every Thursday night. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. See you next week.